the IT podcast will begin in three, two, one. What's up, peoples? Uh, Derek here. I got the same dipshit with me, Hefty. And Sandy. we have a guest. What's up, Mike? Hello. Hi. So we now have Mike. more people on this podcast and uh, that listen to it. So that's good. We're growing fast. Right. <laughs> Professional. You're growing the actual panel more than you're growing the viewership. Hey, you got to start somewhere. <laughs> Eventually, once you get your numbers up, you're going to dwindle the panel down so you can have a better ratio. <laughs> exactly. So uh, I guess our topic of the week is, I don't know if you guys seen that uh, uh, Shadow of War is going to have like in-game loot boxes and in-game purchases. Right. Which is a $60 game. Just so. in, gen- in general, like we could, we could take this to anything that has in-game purchases or, you know, like... Downloadable content is, like, one thing if, if it comes, like, later. If you have a large game and then, like, you add, like, a large thing on, like, that's fine. You know, you're putting the work in. I'll pay for it. But, like, when you pay, like, there's so many games out there now that, like, you pay a large sum for the game. But then you're also paying for, you know, opening, like, a loot chest or paying for a skin, you know, like, multiple dollars for a skin and like content it's just that seems a little ridiculous yeah and that's what they are in this game they're loot chests go ahead mike i i can understand content and like skins and stuff that is actual stuff that people worked on but with shadow of war what i was looking at was basically just you're progressing the game a little bit faster than you are the other people so i mean it's not really a big deal in my opinion just because you're gonna get there eventually it's just I mean, if there was, it would be a different circumstance if it would actually affect the game itself. Because, I mean, World of Warcraft was a good example. Like, uh, one of the things in the beginning of the game was you had to basically race to level 60. And then the first people to open the gates of the first raid were the only people that could get one of the most exclusive mounts in the game. So, if you did something like that to a game where you just paid a bunch of money and then you could immediately get to the end of the game. Uh, before other people and unlock exclusive content, then that's the time I'd have a problem. But if it's just doing something where you're going along and it's not giving you anything new or giving you an advantage, then I'm fine with that, personally. Right. I, I just have the fear I mean, that it's going to start affecting game design itself, like as a function. So does this mean that they, you know, they went in there and padded stuff? So, like, hey, like this is how we would normally develop the game, but to more incentivize people spending money on our game real life money on their $60 they already threw down on the game like let's make it take longer to unlock this or unlock that and that's where I have the conundrum because I mean it is a business and people are greedy so they're going to keep pushing that further and further and at some point it's going to start to affect core game design if it doesn't already I think like where, where I take issue in like a lot of this is like Obviously, if you're, if if it's something like large, like uh, Arc, for example, they continuously update the game and add new things to it. And at this point, I think it's justifiable. Like I brought it up before, it's justifiable to release it at like a full game price. 
but it, they don't. It's it's still early access. And then they released a second map that they gave you for free that was huge. And like that was cool. And then like the moment that they were they you know brought a third map out and they're like, hey, this one's going to be, I think it was like 20 bucks, 15 bucks. Everybody lost their fucking collective minds over it. It's like you they've already given you so much content in like a lot of games, like, you know, if you buy a season pass and they come out with new areas and new maps later, like um and you're giving me a lot of content, I'll gladly pay that extra money, you know, because you worked hard on it. But when it's something like, when, because when they do skins in a game, it's not, very, like, they have, they set up the, the palette for it. And then, you know, a lot of games are, uh, they're like player donated uh, skin designs like the players like people will work on those and they'll give them to them and then they just skin that over top of the palette that's already there so it, it's it's something like you know they're making a bunch of money off something like when you're making a bunch of money off something that's you know not much of an effort I'm not saying there's no effort there because obviously there is like that's yeah, that's when it bugs me when it when it seems kind of like it's just a cash grab for something that's easy for them. Well, in Shadow of War, like you can unlock everything that you get from the chests. Uh, so right. it's it's nothing like skins or nothing, but just in that specific instance, and that's why I said where the problem for me is whenever it's going to start affecting games. So essentially, you're spending sixty dollars, and rather than like being able to get through the game and see everything, you know, like a a 20 hour right, game it takes 40 hours because they want to try to force you into uh spending money on the on the game that you already it's bought like, it's like if, if call of duty like for example that's a game like i know you don't like it personally but it, it's kind of like if you were to you know that's a game if you're not playing as long as somebody else they're gonna wow okay. gosh damn it <laughs> <laughs> they're going to um nothing but professionals around here baby exactly they're... mine's on silent okay <laughs> oh it's what fucking one... hefty no hefty that's not hefty's fucking uh tone yeah, yeah it's... that's that's my text tone. you changed it oh okay yeah it's the no, impossible to my god damn it you fucking asshole <laughs> anyway good job if you're, not... <laughs> if you're not playing is uh, as long as somebody else, they're going to have like much better guns than you. It'd be kind of like if you could just buy a bunch of crates and open better weapons like day one, and then you're much more powerful than somebody else. Like you have a lot more firepower. Well, did they, the, is it a story driven game or is it a player versus player deal? Cause I'm somewhat unfamiliar. No, it's, it's, it's a single player game. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, if it's player versus player, I can totally see that where you're literally buying power, but if it's not the case in this, then it, I don't see the problem. I mean, I, I suppose looking at it that way, if it's a single-player game, like, realistically, by getting these loot chests, it's almost kind of like back in the day when people used to, like, not exactly like cheat Use codes, cheat codes. But, yeah, well, like, like, uh, kind of like cheat like codes. Like Rosebuds on The Sims or stuff like that. Right. So, Except I mean, for like now you're somebody, paying for it. 
yeah, if somebody wants to pay money for that when it's your your own experience, it really like as long as you're not affecting somebody else's experience, I don't really see a problem with it. Like, yeah, it's kind of shitty that they they want money for it instead of letting like people just playing the game. And um, that but... baffles me too that so people are going to buy the game and then spend more money to not play the game. Yeah, that's so... what I was sort of thinking about when you were talking about it is why would I want to skip to the end of the game that I dropped 60 bucks on? So what I'm going to drop $100 to not play the game? And I mean it? logically, yeah, but I mean there's some dumbass people out there so like I assume there's end game because why would people buy boosts if there isn't an end game? But I mean, a lot of the a lot of work went into it, I assume. So there's probably a large chunk of meaty content that's in the middle. Yeah. That's damn. It. I fucked with my audio last night. I'm gonna have to edit a lot. <laughs> Nothing but professionalism. Nothing but professionals. Um, like I said, my biggest worry is when it starts affecting gameplay itself. So. I mean, it's hard. It's hard to tell on this game whether or not it's toxic or not. But well, at mean, some point, it is going to affect a game I want to play. You know what I mean? And that's, and it might not even be necessarily because the developers do that. It's probably more so that the publishers are pushing this on them. I'm I'm not so concerned about that. I have I have more of a concern about that in a multiplayer aspect affecting the game more and more, like it more than it already does in. You know, I uh, people games. freak out on that though. I think they kind of just keep that to like skins and and icons and and stuff like that in multiplayer games. Yeah, but like there, there's. I mean, you see it. I think more and more. Like there are some companies that are trying to stay away from it, and then there are other companies that just seem like they really don't care about the backlash because people are going to buy the game whether they're pissed about it or not, and then. They know that there are going to be people that are also going to buy this, you know, content that's going to give them an advantage. Wait, are we talking about No Man's Sky or what game? Shadow of War, <laughs> Lord of the Rings game. <laughs> I never re- played No Man's Sky. I was going to get it and then it got terrible reviews. I never had any yeah. interest. <laughs> well, there's in the name No Man's Sky, so no man should play this. So do you, do you think there's a difference between single player and multiplayer then? I do, definitely. Even like if it's just skins, like, though? If, well, I mean, just in, in general, I mean, it it, it depends. Because like I'm more on the opposite side. Because if it's skins and stuff, you're going to play it, multiplayer a lot more, okay. so you kind of have something to aim for. There, There's a difference between, like, skins and, like, costumes. Like, mm-hmm. if it's a completely a completely different model... Someone I like, work on it, yeah. Yeah, it, but if it's like something that like everything's cookie cutter, like in Gears of War, they, they did it where the nat like the the Nasher, the um, uh, all of the armor and like all like pretty much all of that was all the same. It was all cookie cutter, and then they just like put some type of a skin over it, and like people, like a lot of players, like submitted their like skins, and then they took those and put them over top of like the cookie cutter uh, palette that was already there. Like when you're, when you, you know, when you're paying as much as that as you are for like an additional costume that somebody had to work on and like, like that, then I kind of take issue with it, but 
then again, I have the wonderful option of not buying it. You know what I mean? So like, I can't really bitch too much. I just don't like seeing that so much of a, of a focus. Cause like a lot of these games kind of like, are like, Hey, you know, there are skins here. Yeah. You can, uh, put your wallet where your mouth is. Except for this is a sequel to a game. I didn't do that, so it kind of sucks if people are, like, huge fans, you know? Uh, right. you, you have anything else to say, Mike? Eh, I mean, as long as it's not affecting the gameplay in any way, I don't really care. Um, I mean, it is affecting the gameplay in that you're leapfrogging, but people are really just, they'd be paying to rob themselves of an experience. So I don't think it's a problem that would creep up too much in, like, other games, just because this is a simple, a simple one. As far as the skins are concerned, like have the, I mean, I agree that like it's some skins can be really shitty and that they just are basically recolors of old skins that exist on the same model. But the only problem that I would ever have with that really is honestly, if you were charging too much for the really cheap one, because you like you said, you always have the choice to just not buy it if it's terrible. Right. And I mean, if nobody's buying like these overpriced skins that are just like recolors or something, then I mean, their data is going to show and they're going to take notice of it. And usually the power of the internet's pretty good to tell game gaming companies what they should be doing. Plus, you know, you have the Steam review system where everyone can give it a thumbs down and say how terrible it is. True. Which is always helpful. I've seen many a games ruined by that. Yeah, it's pretty bad. But it's good. You guys have nothing else to say? Not on that. Alright, well, you're both fucking wrong. This is a fucking stupid idea, and it's gonna get progressively worse as time fucking goes on, and companies need to learn from their mistakes. Microsoft tried this fucking, like, years ago with fucking Rise Sun of Rome. They fucking, oh, like, you could take shortcuts by doing this, so we're gonna affect the game that way. Think about like a game like Gran Turismo or Forza where there's fucking a hundred cars to unlock. Well, now we're going to make it take fucking over a thousand hours because we want you to spend even more money unlocking the cars. There's all kinds of travesties here. And then you talk about DLC, like you look at the fucking Last of Us and they fucking locked guns behind a paywall. And that's a competitive balance factor, which you guys fucking talked about earlier. Well, yeah, we already like we've already talked about how like that's bad. I'm just saying like. Is as long it's as it's moving in that direction. Well, right. I never said that it wasn't. I'm just saying, like, it's it's one of those things, right? Hefty, you're killing my they're, rank they're, here. They're gonna do it regardless. Like, they're not gonna learn from it because it's gonna, like, no matter what, it's gonna make because it pisses us off. Doesn't mean they're not gonna make money off of it. Like, so it's it's going to move that way one way or another. You just have to hope that there are companies out there that have enough self-respect that they're not going to move in that direction as a cash grab. I mean, there's really not much else you can do besides just kind of protest it and try to have everybody get together and say that this is bullshit. And I'd have a hard time believing that games like The Last of Us, where guns were locked behind a paywall, didn't have a serious, like, uh, amount of people that were just like this is bullshit we should change this well obviously and they they rectified it in uncharted 4 and uncharted 4 has the uh i was getting to that before hefty cut off Derek's rant i was going early (laughs) with it hefty um it was rectified in uncharted 4 and i think that's a perfect system 
and that's basically as far as the multiplayer goes. Uh, everything well, already in the game, you level up and unlock, and you have the in-game currency, and then uh, all the DLC is free, and you can unlock through the in-game currency as well, so all the maps, all the new guns, all the new costumes. But it takes a fair amount of time with the new DLC as it comes out to unlock it, and you can spend that real money to um, buy it. But I think that's the ideal way to go as far as a $60 game that has multiplayer. Everything should be in the game initially, or just any game that has a sort of system. Everything should be in the game. And then as uh, as Hefty's mentioned, you spend more work and more man hours and more time building these new assets. That's where you come in. You can say like, hey, you know, you can keep grinding it out to unlock this end game or, you know, you can throw down some money and get them a lot quicker. I think that's that's it's kind of a compromise and a perfect middle ground that I'm okay with. I feel you. Well, doesn't that sort of go against what you were saying that uh, that you shouldn't be able to unlock uh, these guns? Like, I mean, you're saying well, that it's going to take a while to unlock these guns if you do it the natural way, but if you throw it on money, you immediately have this advantage over other people. I, uh, I mean, it doesn't take that long. I'm saying if you wanted to unlock everything, like all the costumes, all the characters, all the taunts that they keep adding on, because um, the guns themselves they have. So, so very specific chests. So you can't you don't just buy a chest and you get a costume. It's you buy a gun chest and after you open four of them you have every gun there is. So it's like content that doesn't really affect gameplay. Yeah, for the most saying? part. Yeah, for the most part. All right, yeah. There are weapons, Let's... but I, mean, I don't even use any of them. <laughs> but and then you know when they're coming too so you can build up that uh in-game currency and most of the time on day 1 I have uh, every weapon there is even the last dlc I, I did and i haven't played that game in forever so it's a it's a tricky situation though because like uh like you said mike if you go overboard on that then you are creating a competitive unfair advantage but it's hard to make new weapons and new power-ups and stuff like that because that does take uh resources and man hours and then just give it away for free so it's kind of i don't know there's there's a line to struggle with there but overall i don't like any of it that's that's what i'm saying like maybe not charge for that but the new dlc in general like new maps and stuff have like a price for that and that's where this is different the maps are all free and stuff so right and like then you you come into a pro like see no matter what you do there's going to be problems because if you do that like yep. i think it's justifiable but then there's a lot of players that maybe can't afford it or well, can't do this or and can't then do you that, split the player then, base if if you have maps that you have to pay for right so. and then and then like people can't people can't find matches mm-hmm. is easy and it, it's it it's the same way in like a lot of games i mean like there are games that that do that where you have to pay for the the new maps I think Halo wasn't Halo like that when new maps were coming out, or maybe I was thinking of Gears of War. Anyway, uh, there are a lot of times in uh, games that I've played before that uh, friends of mine didn't have the same maps as me, and we couldn't even search for games. Like no matter who was the party leader, because somebody didn't have the maps. Yeah, that does suck. And some games let you play with other people as long as you know the host has the maps or. Right. Um, so it, that that in itself is kind of like a sticky situation. It is to a sense. So I do agree with Mike that um, 
overall the community itself isn't um i think they're not terrible at sorting stuff out i mean dumb shit still does happen because they don't take a stand but there are a lot of things that people go back on because you know people are like no fuck you and you know all those steam reviews are in the shitter and it does affect the game sales and um obviously it affected uncharted 4 with the last of us feedback this is something that, that i thought of like kind of like not like kind of like a solution to that like a lot of these games that have like um popular they're both popular in in multiplayer and story like if they release story driven content that you can pay for and then release like the stuff online that doesn't take as many assets to create um like give that away with you know like kind of like if uncharted came out with like additional story content and then you like you paid for that and then (laughs) hefty it's coming next tuesday what's up (laughs) it's it's coming next tuesday right but that's not like an add-on right no it it wasn't initially supposed to be but yeah right but like you know what i mean like if if you did that and then you could use that to fund your online multiplayer stuff and still yeah. make money. That's kind of a cool concept too. Cause since this is like a kind of semi standalone game, I think it kind of is, it's still going to be like 10 to 12 hours, which is great for a single player game. Um, the multiplayer comes with it. So that's smart on their part. Cause they can make up that money on the back end, you know, with people that might not have the game or maybe trade it in their old uncharted, you know, they might pick back up the multiplayer. Right. But I guess it's kind of just the age-old question of the DLC that people have to buy that are already on the disc, and it's basically just a code that you buy. Um, I don't know. I think Persona does it well. There's a lot of costumes and shit you can unlock, but there's more on the store that they came out with after that you can buy too. Right. Or, well, we got them all day one because it came out like six months after in Japan. But But there's still plenty in-game to unlock. You know, it's not like you only get one costume and all the rest you have to buy. Right. But I think I'm good here. And Mike, you going to still be a mime over there or what? Uh, I've been making hand motions, so I am a mime. But uh, This isn't no, a video I mean... podcast. Hefty would scare people away. <laughs> well, yeah, he wow. does look like a homeless person, so. <laughs> I mean, no, I mean. As long as you're... Do you want us to go from two listeners to one? <laughs> we can't We can't take a 50% cut in our audience right now, okay? We can't afford this shit. Yeah, you gotta build. But no, I mean, as long as you're giving people the, the ability to play the game alongside other people and not making it too unfair for the other people, like, having a good compromise is nice so that you can unlock it on either direction, like a via in-game free currency or just by buying stuff. I mean, it's okay as long as the distance to get there is not too long. Mm-hmm. Um, and even then, like, you don't even have to, like, touch a ranked mode or anything like that um, until you can get those guns. It's, it's a hard balance, but, I mean, I'm personally a fan of, like, uh, Overwatch and League of Legends style. Like, uh, they essentially, they have their in-game currency I mean the the purchase currency, repay real money for whatever the name of the currency is, like loot boxes or whatever, and then they just have cosmetics that don't affect the game at all. I think that's the best way to go about it. But I in agree. the cases, so yeah. Do you think there's a difference between league and 
um, Overwatch? Because Overwatch, you have to fucking buy the game. Well, I think Overwatch is free. They're actually, uh, well, they I think they balance it out pretty well. Because League of Legends, like, it has, it's free. Um, but you do have runes, which you have to buy. And, I mean, those are pretty important. You ask anybody, runes are pretty important for yeah, uh, the game. <laughs> so, I mean, you can buy the runes with, uh, uh, I think you can buy them with Riot Points. Or at least, I don't know. There's, no, there's things you, that... you can't buy runes with Riot Points. You can buy rune pages. Unless they okay. changed it. I, I haven't played in years, so. Well, there's more variety in what you can buy with it, so I mean... And, I mean, champions. It takes a long time. Yeah. I put yeah, thousands yeah. of hours into that game, and I wasn't even close to owning all the champions, and I even bought some with real money. There you go, yeah. So, I mean, they're hiding some of the availability to play the game and certain characters that you really like behind a, an artificial paywall that you can choose to go through or not by paying real money. Versus Overwatch, where you're uh, upfronting that money, and then you can play every character for free in perpetuity. And then you can choose to pay money to buy loot boxes to possibly get a skin that you want. So I think Overwatch handles it the best because you're not actually hiding any power or playability behind that paywall. Just access stuff that's still a random chance. I agree. There's give and take, though. The free-to-play model allows for a uh, more a larger audience on the game. So, yeah, um, But no, ultimate. both those games cases, I agree. Both of them do, uh, implement it well and... and uh, yeah, they they work fine in doing it. And then you get to the PlayStation Four type games, uh, the Call of Duty type games, where not necessarily Call of Duty because I'm not familiar with it, but where you get a bunch of different guns or something, and you can just pay to shoot that gun specifically, and then your other dude can't right. shoot it. I haven't really seen that outside The Last of Us. I I mean I don't play a lot of shooters other than ones that are on PC and that are really popular. AKA Overwatch and like uh, CSGO. Yeah. But in both cases, you're not paying for anything or paying for power, which is nice. And probably a good reason why I stick to them. Like, I know that some games, like, um, uh, I think maybe Dirty Bomb did it, but you could, it's either like you leveled up the character or like you got a better gun or a better card or something that made your character slightly more powerful because you could spend this money on a, uh, I remember that to level these up so it's like you can go into the game and it's like I'll be a level 1 X and you'll be like a level 5 X just because you had like $50 to blow on the game and you got lucky with your crates or whatever so I mean that's why those games I personally think started to trend away and just get less popular because people got fed up by getting destroyed by some dude who just had extra money to spend is it that different though than in like Call of Duty and like someone spends 40 hours in the first two days and so when you hop on they have all the fucking cool weapons and just kick the shit out of you well no because i mean you're not that person in the time yeah they de- they decided to put in the time and waste their life for two days just to get all these guns <laughs> so it's like okay. i mean you 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 put in all this time you should be rewarded for it because i mean that's ultimately what you're doing you're playing you're paying to play a game and they want to reward you for that experience. So if you're putting in your experience in the first two days, then I mean, you should have everything that they have to offer. I mean, that's a whole another two hour special Derek discussion. Well, see, <laughs> but... see, like for, for me in, in general, like in uh, like call it, like even in call of duty, like talking like that, um, going back to like world at war, it still had that where you unlocked weapons for, 
you know, as you played and as you uh, put more time into it. Yeah. But they were, in World at War specifically, they were much more balanced. Balanced, yeah. So even, even, even if you did have a weapon at, like, max level, some, like, the first weapons that you get are still, you know, really good. Like, there, there was no, like you have a shit fucking weapon versus somebody who has an overpowered weapon. It was all much more balanced in general. Yeah, that's how I felt about Uncharted as well. I I use I the think, second gun you unlock, although I think I'm the only think, person in the entire fucking game that uses it, but... That, I'm, that's just... I would like to see that a little bit more. Like, more balancing. Like, you're still being rewarded, but, like... I, will, give, still I would say... Giving people just uh, more playstyles rather than uh, better shit, I guess is what you're saying. But that's a hard thing. That comes into balance. That's a whole other discussion, too. All right, I think we should probably right. wrap this up. Fuck, we spent uh, 30 right. minutes on this damn thing. It was a good, good talk, though. It's <laughs> a uh, good topic of the week. Indeed. So, um, do you guys got your top three favorite video game characters? I mean, I got my... Three that I can think of off the top of my head that I thought that's were kind of cool. what I did. Yeah, this is this is just well, to kind of get people to uh, help know you better, so and know like kind of what your tastes are, you know, so they know if you say you hate this fucking game or or something, then they can be like, well, he just has that different taste than me. Right. All two of the people that listen. That's fair. We'll get it up <laughs> to three. So, who wants to go first? Mike, you said you were ready. You want to go? Sure, why not? You're not talking enough. <laughs> hey, man, I just talk. I just wax poetic on Overwatch and League of Legends. I don't hear it. Um, I have to try to bite my tongue because I could consume like 50 of the 60 minutes with just me and Hefty. So, Oh, yeah, I'm sure. But I'll try to keep it brief. Um, okay, so my three favorite characters in video games... Um, like I said, are not necessarily my favorite ever, but just three that I thought were pretty cool that I was thinking of looking over my Steam library and stuff. Um, But this is in no particular order. Uh, Number one is Subject Delta from Bioshock 2. I don't know if you guys are familiar, but uh, he's the the protagonist uh, in that game, the guy you play as. And he's essentially just like one of the original big daddies. Oh, shit. And yeah, so... That's who you're playing as. You're playing as Big Daddy, who was one of the beginning ones who was... He was basically converted from a human into a Big Daddy, and then he was paired up with one of the little sisters. And I, I, I'm i not totally sure on exactly how it went, but essentially he was... I think he was trying to steal away his little sister from the mother who uh, coordinated them all, basically. Okay. And she's... Uh, I think uh, Sophia Lamb was the woman who was controlling everybody. Um, but she essentially got herself and her bruisers to kill him. Actually, he killed himself technically with mind control. He shot himself in the head. Um, but he comes back to life uh, when the little sister he was bonded to basically regenerates him. And he's just trying to save all the little sisters as you go through the storyline and escape from that place and defeat the antagonist, which is the woman who made him commit suicide in the first place. And I just really like him because, I mean, through, throughout the entire story, it's just sort of like a redemption where he was sort of wronged in what he did. And he goes through the story and he 
uh, tries to get back to his little sister that had, has since grown up and defeat this person who's just been a thorn in his side for forever and made him kill himself. So, I mean, the redemption story is really nice and he's kind of an underdog and it's just the whole world's against him. And that's kind of the theory or the, the underlying theme of uh, the Bioshock series in general is you're just thrown in this game as a guy who really knows nothing. And then you come out trying to save everybody, which made him really, I mean, even though he was basically a robot essentially in a diving suit, he was just really identifiable, I guess. Um, but that's, that's one. An interesting one. Okay. You guys have been yeah. able to hear me this whole time, I hope. Well, I, I would yeah. assume you've answered. No, I mean, over the podcast, I thought I fucked something up with my voice meter to where I wasn't recording my voice. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be able to know if you were asking me questions that I wasn't answering. No, you, you've answered everything. I got worried for a second, then I'm like, wait, they could hear me. Anyways, nothing but yeah. professionalism around here. You, you've been fine. <laughs> Push on. Um, uh, number two is from the Warcraft universe is Sylvanas Windrunner. Um, for those that are unfamiliar, Sylvanas is a an undead blood elf. I guess she's a banshee now. But her story was basically that uh, one of the big bads of the universe, Arthas, was like a... He was the king's son who got turned over to evil... And I guess uh, uh, the lich by the it's it's a really really long story, but it's a big he's a big bad who killed his father who was the king, and he's basically just trying to march an undead army to take over all of Azeroth, which is essentially the world. Um, but Sylvanas was originally one of the blood elves who tried to stop him, and she was a, I think she was a ranger general or something like that, and um, I mean he's this all powerful magical being who just essentially just beat the shit out of her and killed her. Actually, no, he didn't kill her. He turned her into a banshee, and that was the problem. So he turned her into a banshee, and she was under his command for a little while, but she eventually broke free, and it's basically been her ever-living dream to just uh, destroy him. And she even went so far as to make a vow that uh, once he was defeated, she'd take her own life just so she didn't have to live the life of a banshee anymore, which I can assume must be a lot of torment. Um, and you actually, in World of Warcraft, you, you end up defeating Lich King, spoiler alert. Um, and she does throw herself off of uh, his citadel, which is just this giant ice tower in this uh, ice crown peninsula. Now I can't fucking play the game. You just ruined it. Yeah, sorry. The game that's like fucking Fuck. 10 years old. That expansion came out like six years ago, bud. Um, but yeah, so I mean... Like, uh, it's kind of the same theme where it's sort of a redemption story where she was just trying to fight for the right thing and do what was needed of her for her home and country. And it's, um, he took advantage, he destroyed her essentially. And it's just a great redemption story. And I really feel for the motivation behind the character. And plus she's really badass. So, I mean, she controls other banshees, so it's really neat. Um, and that's number two. Yeah, that's awesome. Too bad I can't experience it now because you just fucking ruined it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, man, she's the war chief of the Horde now, so <laughs> she's like the leader of all the, okay. the weird creatures. I, I wasn't expecting these. This is interesting. Yeah, keep going. Number three. Um, and, or yeah, maybe number we should three. mix it up, get some different people talking. Save your third one. Okay, I'll save Give us two, Hefty. Give you two? Yeah. All right. Uh, one of mine... Uh, well, it's it's kind of funny. Like, 
I my favorite character is kind of like one of my favorite characters is kind of like three favorite characters because it's like they're they're brothers but they're all essentially like the same. Uh, the Carmine brothers from uh, Years of War. When they're they're basically just soldiers. Uh, in the, the cog army and they all they all just die like you you don't see a whole lot of them throughout like the games they, they're like they're just kind of there and then all of a sudden like they die and it's just been like a long-running joke in gears uh clay so i would i would i guess clayton would be my my favorite because he was the first one and uh there's just a part where you're going up some stairs and he turns back and says something and gets shot by a sniper. Don't know why I like him, but I do. Well, that's one. <laughs> that was quick and easy. Yeah, mine will be quick. <laughs> but, um, no, I think, uh, I think one of, one of my, my most favorite characters from a video game series has to be Vivi from uh, Final Fantasy IX. He's, How did I know uh, you'd pick someone from Final Fantasy? Uh, because Final Fantasy what is the greatest game series of all time. <laughs> I will fight you to the death over it. See, anyway, you're you're wrong there because the greatest video game series of all time is Dark Cloud. You know, it had to come up at some point. <laughs> I had okay, to get no. it in there, dude. I had to. Just, I had to squeeze just, it in there. I couldn't forget it. Just to give you a little background, Mike. Me and Derek, I think, are the only two people that we know that even knows what Dark Cloud is. Um, we have mentioned it in every podcast. It's like a running thing now uh, that we want a Dark Cloud 3. We're going for the world record. Level 5's got to hear us at some point. Maybe our fourth viewer will be a level 5 worker. Our voice will be heard. No, but no, uh, Vivi is, he's a, a black mage. Um, I think Mike already that, fell asleep. Like, that wants to, uh, wants to figure out exactly like who he is and like where he came from. And, uh, as you go through the story, like you kind of learn more and more about him and like, you know, where he came from and what, like what he's about. Uh, at some point you like, I don't know. Who really are we talking about it. now? Vivi. He's the oh, black yeah, yeah, yeah. Final Fantasy Nine. Yeah, that's right. He's the shit. Kind of fell asleep so you were talking about Final Fantasy. One of these days, <laughs> I'm gonna meet you in person. I told you I was gonna push your buttons on this because I got you all fired up in chat the other night. I'm like, ooh, this is gonna be fun. I'll let you keep going though. Keep going. You dirty cocksucker. <laughs> but no, he's he, he's just like Is that uh, worse than a clean cocksucker? I suppose so. <laughs> okay. But no, he, he's he's just kind of like trying to figure out like where he's from and like where he came from and if he has parents or if he was created or... Uh, and you know, just from the way he looks, like a lot of people treat him like shit. So um, you so can relate he, to him is what you're saying? Yeah, Derek, I can relate to him. Okay, so is, you, you want to talk more about uh, Vivi? No, I'm good. You fucking ruined it, <laughs> dick. I'm not sorry. I love you, Hefty. 
uh, mine are pretty simple. I mean, Elena, duh, gotta talk about my woman. Loved Elena, but I played her every single match in Uncharted 2 and 4. And the few I played at 3, or at least when you're the heroes. Love her in the story. Love playing Crash Bandicoot with her in Uncharted 4. Just a very normal, down-to-earth character. Plus, fucking Emily Rose is hot, and she looks just like Emily Rose, the girl that plays her. So, it's all wins, Hefty. It's all wins. And if anyone fucking out there says Chloe over fucking Elena, then you can go fuck yourself. Chloe over Elena. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I take I think, that back. Uh, I fucking hate you. Chloe's the only person for me, honestly. Oh, did you did you wake up, Mike? We were talking. Uh, I've, been, to I've you. just been listening. Oh, okay. I just thought you guys were gonna rip each other's throats out over Dark Cloud or something. <laughs> no, no, not Dark Cloud. We're on the same side. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're championing this ship. We're championing this dark cloud ship. And then once we get there, I'll throw him overboard because I fucking hate him. But, uh, um, I don't know. I guess my second person would probably be Ellie from The Last of Us. I mean, just because that game's so amazing, the story's so deep, uh, really deep characters and and Joel's actually a really horrible person and actually doesn't grow as a character throughout the entire game. You think he does and then realize that he didn't. Um So yeah, I'd 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 probably put Ellie up there. She's a really cool character. Never won The Last of Us 2, but I'm excited for it, so we'll see. Plus she fucking causes up a shitstorm. I mean, who can't get on board with that? <laughs> go watch go watch Ellie's montage of curse words. It's fucking hilarious. But uh alright Mike, you wanna give us your last one? Uh okay. This is probably f- some fan service, but uh I just thought it was I was looking over my Steam list and uh Wheatley came to mind from Portal 2. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, just because I mean He's playing the Deuteragonist the entire time, and then halfway through the game, it switches over to be uh, the the uh, antagonist from the first game. Uh, becomes the or the Deuteragonist again. So wow, spoiler again! What the fuck? Hey man, these games have been out for years. If you haven't played them, that's your fault. Jeez, I heard that one. So <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. Between the comedic relief of Stephen Merchant playing Wheelie and. Uh, Except for, general except for he's offensive because they got sued for the uh, you're a stepchild joke or whatever. Did that really? Yeah, that was hilarious. So I'll have to find that when he's like speaking oh, yeah. to the player and he says like, "Oh yeah, you're adopted." That's what it was. <laughs> uh, well, some people are just and a kid that was actually really. adopted. The dad was like, "Oh my god, that's offensive." Or you could just tell your you know 13 year old kid that he's adopted but yeah or don't say nothing because you're just watching him play it like just because the game said i don't know it was a funny story though and that character's fucking hilarious i agree that's a good pick yeah he's he's just really fun to play with and i mean if he could be in every game that i ever play and just make like snide cheeky little comments and <laughs> i think every game would be greater for that yeah i like gladys too though it like i mean i know she's an evil bitch but i think as a character she's super cool 
Oh yeah, no, she's fantastic. I mean, well played on both parts. Portal was just a great series. It really was. Great Portal. Oh, they caught with a lot of fun didn't in that. Didn't we too. play through the? Didn't we play through the entire second one? I still um, need to play through the code. Did I play it with you, Sam? Yeah. No, we we played the entire second game. I played the entire second game with Ruben, and then I played with someone I don't remember who again. Wow. Was that you? Can't even. Can't <laughs> Was even that you? We didn't play me. through the whole second, the whole game though. Bullshit. Or maybe I we, we were friends. Maybe we skipped the early levels because I already had them unlocked or something. I don't remember. Okay, I just know I played on PC with maybe it was you. I played on I played on PS4 with Ruben, but it like carries over, so I played on PC with maybe you. I don't know. Or PS3, I mean. <laughs> Are there two people on this podcast now? FD's done. <laughs> no, we we finally. I don't know if we we played the entire. We played most of it, if nothing else. I think maybe we picked up like halfway through, so we could skip all the easy puzzles or something. We might have. I don't remember. I think I don't. I think you had all of them unlocked, so we just randomly yeah. went and did ones. Oh yeah, that's what it was. We actually didn't even come close to beating it. That's what it was, without knowing, because it had been so long, we just started playing random puzzles. Right. But, yeah, we should play some more. Definitely. Alright, Hefty. What's what's your last one? I think my last one is uh, Commander Shepard from the Mass Effect series. That's cheating. That's you. Well, no, I'm. Well, I'm. It's you. Like you make. That'd be own, like, like me decision. picking the main character from Persona Five. I mean, you could do that. <laughs> okay. You self-centered, I mean, like, righteous I mean, bastard. Yeah, like you make your own decisions, but they're just you. Like you have a choice of decisions that you can make, like things that you can say. It's not like if I don't like somebody, I can't just say, "Hey, fuck you." You still have to. It's still mapped out on what your decisions are. Okay. No, that's fine. I thought I was the most self-centered one around here, but... Oh. Keep going. Keep going. Why do you like him? Did I you mean, model him you just... after your image? Yeah, he looks exactly like me. Or did you make how you, you wish you looked? Is that what it was? That's why he's your favorite. It's the dream hefty. Exactly. Exactly. No, I actually used the the cookie cutter shepherd. I didn't change him at all when I played throughout all of them because I imported for each game. Okay. <clears throat> I I I don't know. I think I just like him because you know the whole Mass Effect story and universe and like it, it's more so, so kind of like going along with the game. It was. It's one of my favorite series of all time oh, yeah that makes um, sense it is a cool world um my last one is Sackboy from Little Big Planet I fucking love that little bastard especially p the fucking panda so, Sackboy so you're gonna give me <laughs> shit right about a character cause you make decisions <laughs> over a character that doesn't have 
like vocal lines and there's no real storyline. He's just so cute though, and you could make like faces with him and control his arms. But how oh, are you it's amazing. Give him shit? Then you throw him in how the panda you... costume, it's gold. This uh, motherfucker right here hit me with this hot BM <laughs> about the fucking guy that I picked and then picked Sackboy. It's a viable pick. He's talented, too. He could make, like, fucking his own custom games. I mean, how do you beat that? By making your own decisions in a game? He's got By a little sack dog. He's got... it. It's adorable. Well, in the third one, they, uh... They had new characters where you have like the yeah that's what I was talking dog about the, the yeah, dog yeah. in there the dog one was the best but the, the fact big was yeti thing cool and the little bird well the bird can fly he was cheating <laughs> I agree fun game though I wish I had yeah, people that played it I played one and two with friends through them had a, and made levels had a blast well I didn't make levels with them because that's a headache but. So, yeah, basically I'm right and you're wrong, Hefty. I can't even fucking believe you right now. <laughs> He's got a good point. Uh, it's a very valid point. going to hit me with that hot fucking BM. <laughs> All right, so I, I, I guess we'll just run through the news real quick. Fuck, this is already going on nice and quick. Um, Hellblade, I don't know if you're interested in that at all, Mike. Probably not because it's on console. Well... I mean, I haven't really been exposed to it other than what I looked up today. So, I mean, it looks really interesting. It looks very story-driven. So games like that are something that usually pique my interest. Like, the reason why I like Bioshock so much is to... I mean, the combat and everything's great, but the story is probably the coolest part about it. Did you think that game looked pretty good, graphical-wise? Yeah, I mean, nowadays it's sort of getting to the point where... I mean, the graphics can be bad, but it's like there's just a general great standard for games now. So yeah, I mean, thirteen people you, made that game. Really? Yeah. That they have seems like, like twelve. They just have like Walmart lights like hung up in their studio and like to do like mocap. It's it's all like really custom, like low end. Wow. So I mean, if that game kicks off well, then they're gonna make a killing. On that game specifically, <laughs> yeah. Um, they're a big studio was, overall, but. I've actually, I've seen, uh, I've been watching a lot of people stream it, and it, it's, it's visually stunning. I mean, it, and it, you know, it seems like it works great. That's always like a plus in my book when you get a game, especially, it makes me nervous when, you know, you have a, kind of like a skeleton crew working on something. Yeah, well, this like, is like a test thing that they were trying. So Ninja Theory is a big studio. They made like a... Right. The the uh, remake for DMC, um, Enslaved, Heavenly Sword. Um, I think they make like a lot uh, mobile games. Maybe I'm not sure, but it it looks good though, from what I've seen. I'm excited. Stories. You know, I'm a huge Ninja Theory fan. Hefty. Right. Um, I think their little test is cool. They're like, hey, out of you know our hundred man company, like. We're going to split off 13 and see if you can kind of make this almost AAA game, you know, off of a small studio. Just so right. happens, you know, the main character is a chick and one of the devs on the team is a smoking hot chick that does all the mocap, but, and has the facial animation and all that. But I wonder how that worked out a little seemingly well, but. 
Um, I'm excited. I have it downloaded. Obviously, I want to finish Persona first. But we'll Maybe get into games. Maybe for me. <laughs> um, you guys interested in Lawbreakers at all? I played the beta. That came out. I mean, I mean, I know, like, Thick, Thick and Body played, and then Thick already hated it by the time I had it downloaded, so I think I played the beta, like, the <laughs> next day. And, uh, I mean, it, it was interesting, but it's definitely a game that I'm not going to want to, I will, you know, I'm not going to buy it. I mean, if I had it, I might play it occasionally with people. Yeah, that's how I am. If I had people that I knew that had it, I would play it some, you know, not like every night, but I'd hop on it. Right. It'd be fun, but yeah, I don't know anyone who has it, so I'm not going to go buy it. Right. Which I mean, I think thirty bucks is a great price point for a multiplayer only game. Right. It. I mean, I've seen people streaming it, and it looks fun. But so, and everyone like says like, "Oh, Cliffy B," but I mean, Cliffy B and fucking David Jaffe are one and the same. They once upon a time made good games, and <laughs> since then, it's a little questionable. Right. And they're both very outspoken, but Mike, you gonna fucking talk today or what, kid? Well, yes, I will talk. Hop on, hop and... in here. Don't be a little. Well, you bitch. guys are talking. I'm not gonna jump in and say fuck you guys. Shut the hell up. Okay, fair but, enough. Um, <laughs> from what I saw, it looked really nice. I mean, obviously, when you're looking at a game one time and then you just kind of see what's like super actiony and all these cool stuff, and like you can stab somebody with this twin blade thing you're shooting a bunch of people and make i mean you can make the gameplay trailer look as crazy and cool as possible but i mean i'm all for uh like uh class-based shooters like that's why i really like overwatch as a game because it's essentially that but um no i mean it seems really interesting i haven't tried it out obviously but i'd be interested in trying it out but i can't really speak to how fun it is for obvious reasons yeah right and then uh, the Horizon DLC, they uh, picked a date. Yeah, and I saw that. Same day so. as Xbox One X. Or X, X. Yeah, however the fuck you say that. What, the uh, the seventh? The Xbox One X. Is it there? Yeah, that's how you say it. Uh, when that console launches, they they decided to release Horizon on that exact same day. So is that uh, Sony trying to steal some thunder from Microsoft or what? Because, uh, I mean, that's a gorgeous fucking looking game. And I don't even have the PS4 Pro. I, I don't, like, I don't think you can, can really, like, quantify that as them trying to steal some thunder from, from them. Because it's, like, it's two different two different worlds you know what i mean like this is an exclusive so it's not like it's really gonna hurt an xbox user who's going to get the xbox anyway i would say that but kind of ironic like if it was a physical game you have to have you know it has to go gold you have to print the discs all that but it's dlc so i think they did it on purpose i think they picked the date on purpose 
And I think I, mean, it, like, I think they will try to steal some thunder because the whole Xbox One X thing is supposed to be like, oh, it's you know like this powerful new semi, uh, not new system but updated system, and Sony shows off fucking Horizon, which just looks ridiculously fucking gorgeous, and they're like, hey, you can just keep the console, like you don't have to buy another console or. You know, maybe you should upgrade to the PS4 Pro rather than getting the new Xbox One X, which has no games that look good on it outside of Forza. <laughs> I could see, I could see if it was like they were releasing a new game, but it's like DLC, so you would like that would be assuming that you're trying to convince them to not only like, like, hey, this is coming out, so buy this game and buy the DLC. Like, I could see if they released horizon on the same day as the xbox but like yeah. if it's just a dlc like well i'm not saying it's gonna make like a massive difference but i think they did it on purpose because they just picked it like two days ago the release date yeah I'm, if I'm you weren't trying to interfere it. wouldn't you release it outside of when the xbox releases to give it more breathing room yeah but i mean like you're, you're looking at that from like a complete competitive standpoint like I mean, from my standpoint, like, I don't think that it would matter either way because if somebody's going to get the Xbox, one game's not going to make the difference. It's kind of like, you know, like the whole point, like, you say there's no good games on the Xbox. Well, I mean, there's not really a lot that take advantage of that uh, right, uh, higher-powered right. console yeah. outside of uh, Forza. But my point is, is uh, so the people that would buy that console probably already own a console. Kind of same with the PS4 Pro, you know, when it launched. Like, you, most people just pick up a regular PS4 because there's not a lot of benefits to it. Most people don't have 4K t- or HDR TVs. And hey, so I, at I, least when the console launches... The consumers are idiots, Derek. Maybe, but I would think when the console launches like the PS4 Pro did, the people that are getting that already own a console, whether it's the prior version of the Xbox One or a PS4 and they they want to have both consoles, you know. Right. I and I don't think it's going to be like a great big difference as far as Microsoft goes. I I just thought that was kind of curious. More so, yeah, I'm just but... fucking excited for Horizon, so. <laughs> Cuz I fucking love that game and I have a platinum in it, so. Sounds about right. Um, yeah, I just thought it was weird and ominous that they uh, you know, just decided, "Hey, let's release it on the same day." No words, Honestly, Mike. I think, yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm trying to push my stuff in here. Stop trying to pigeonhole me. Go. Um, <laughs> no, I think honestly, like, it might actually be bad for uh, Horizon just because you have all mm-hmm. these people that were already probably dead set on picking the, the like, they were going to spend their money on the Xbox One X. Yeah. But, I mean, now you have Sony trying to shove Horizon Zero Dawn in their face. And it's just like, I mean, if I'm a consumer, I'm going to think, well, I'm going to already drop a bunch of money on this system that I already had. And I mean, this game is cool, but my attention has already been here for a while. My money has already been here for a while mentally. And that's going to be something that's going to be way off on the radar for me. If I'm a typical dude who doesn't want to buy a bunch of stuff at the same time, drop like 500 bucks at once. Right. Yeah. So I think it might actually have the, the opposite effect of what, if they were trying to do it maliciously, it might have the opposite effect of what Sony wanted. 
So you're saying like for me, I already have a PS4 and I already have Horizon. Like I, I want to have, you know, uh, all the consoles. So I'm already going to get an Xbox. Now I'm not going to get that DLC because I'm already spending, you know, $400 on a, uh, $500 on an Xbox one. I mean, that's probably what I'm saying. And I think it might just okay. take away from the Horizon that, Zero no, Dawn sales. That, that's a very valid point. That's why I said you would think if they weren't trying to affect it, they would give the game some breathing room. Right. Um, valid point. Okay, we spent longer than I intended on that, but I'm just excited for New Horizon DLC because that game's fucking awesome. And then I'm you check it out. You messaged me earlier, Hefty, uh, the Nino Cooney. Yeah, see, this is something that I got to talk to you about because <laughs> okay, you told okay. you told me that you ordered the fucking collector's edition. Now, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm I'm I've bought a collector's edition here or there. <laughs> like, typically, typically, it's the, the ones that are like you know seventy bucks. Yeah, there's bucks. there's a seventy dollar one. Occasionally, there's a seventy dollar one. I, I know. Occasionally, the one hundred dollar one. Like, I think I've done that one <laughs> okay. time. This motherfucker right here dropped two hundred dollars on a pre-order for the fucking collector's edition. Now, see, collector's editions for me are something that that are, are very tricky because there are game I series agree. that I love, but every every game in general is just such a toss-up because it could be a game that was originally really good and then they flop the next one, and you know you buy this collector's edition. Like I could see. Cause I've done this before where I've gone out and I've. So what you're saying is you think it's overpriced. It's, it's, you know what? Everything, everything is worth something to somebody. I'm just saying from my, from my perspective on like. On a video game, at least one that I haven't even played yet. I don't know if I would drop $200 on it. Now I know in saying that you could argue that I might pay that much for Dark Cloud Three, but I think that I think we're talking about apples and oranges there. I'm just saying. Like, I know I agree. <laughs> you got to hear my logic. All right, Derek. What, what's your logic? Um, I think they said there's just going to be ten thousand of that edition. And on mm-hmm. Amazon, you don't. Well, even if you did have to put money up front, I wouldn't care. But the game's not coming out till January, so I pre-ordered that one, and I'll. Maybe I'll cancel that and just pick up the normal version. I'm not sure yet. But while it was open, I wanted to get that pre-order in there. It looked good. Like uh, the... It didn't look $200 worth of good to me. No, but... But like I said, the, I seen the pre-orders open. I said, They said something like there's only going to be 10,000 of them. So I just threw it in my Amazon cart, you know, did the pre-order. And then I'll, and... I can I can decide later. Get your fancy Steel Series, Derek. That's really all I care about. I love Steel Series. I'm a sucker for that stuff. Or the Steel Book cases. Right. Um, no, I agree. Collectors are a tricky edition, and I've got uh, like my order one. I think was seventy dollars. Or yeah, I think I think it was only ten dollars more. And the statue it came with is fucking really nice. And then, I think the- yeah, go ahead. The last collector's edition I got, I think, was Majora's Mask on the 3DS. You got a uh, uh, a little statue of Kid. And, okay. Uh, I, I, I think that was like 10 bucks more. 
And I think it came with something else, too. If I'm not mistaken, it came with, like, a, a poster map or something. Like, I mean, like, you, you get kind of tricky when you start you start getting, like, over $100 for, like, a game and then some content that you would probably spend. Like, is it worth that much? I think is my point. Yeah. But I don't again, remember how much the Persona one was. Then again, I'm very much the kind of person I always say everything is worth something to somebody. So just because it's not worth 200 to me doesn't mean that it shouldn't be worth 200 to you. Yeah, one of them I did not think was worth it. And it was like $120 and I got it and I'm like, wow, like the $70, the order one, you know, even though that's only like a fucking six hour game, like it was like the statue itself was high quality and. And this other um, collector's edition, I'm basic essentially spending, you know, forty dollars for this figurine, and it looks like shit. And it's like, it's kind of tricky. Okay, I mean, I mean, looking at it. Okay, so looking at it, I I can say that uh, it's also limited to twenty five hundred units. Oh, is it that limited? Yeah, it's or no, it's a uh, twenty-five thousand. Oh, that's kind of a lot. Okay. Um, but anyway, well, I mean, I not mean, really, you, but kind of for that price. You get, you get the season pass, right? So the game's already going to be what sixty-three fifty-nine, as you know, and then uh, the, there's you get the season pass, which is typically what on games like twenty-five. I'm to 30 not bucks. sure. That's weird that that type of game has a season pass. Well, they, they've already said that there's going to be. Uh, they're going to work on more uh, like downloadable content. Yeah. Uh, ex- expansions for later. That's a good point though. Okay. Which, which, which I'm all, which I'm all for. And you know, yeah, what? say if 20 bucks. Gonna, so it's like 20, like 25, 30 bucks. So right there you're, you're at uh, like 90 bucks around $90 mm-hmm. uh, for the game and just that. And then, you know, there's the, the sword set and the dragon's tooth weapon, like, maybe add eight to ten dollars on so you're at a hundred there and then uh there's the music cd which is worth l- less than nothing to me um <laughs> i don't know if it's persona's music maybe, i got that disc maybe, that music's awesome you know what it, i mean like it's worth nothing to me right now maybe it's awesome yeah like eugene and wanted me to rip my fucking persona <laughs> cd and send it to him I you know what and I, I in general if they do I mean the di- the diorama probably isn't cheap so that's right what, that's where it's hard to tell because if it's just like a, a fucking like paper mache thing then you know it's like kind of fuck that but it, no it it definitely it's a it's a, a chibi mechanical rotating diorama I mean okay. so so, it, it, so what's that other thing that you have to build yourself is that like the stage for the diorama or what. 3d 3d papercraft kit like in display case so okay. you, you make you make like a, a 3d you, almost you put, map kind of, almost like and then puzzle, you put almost yeah like a puzzle and then um, and you put the little chibi models in there i'm guessing yeah it's got like the know. plushie and it's then, very unique I mean, it's cool I, and also what's pretty cool is they have the the dvd the blu-ray for the making of the game yeah that is cool um then, I don't know. Like course, I said, limited quantity, so I'm like, I'll pre-order it. I'll decide later. I'll probably get it, it now, but... Looking at it now, like, I think that it would 
to the right person, like, I mean, obviously, it would be worth the money. Do I, like, looking at it now, I think that it's worth the money, just not money that I'm going to put into it. Yeah. Well, I'm single. I, I don't have responsibilities. I'll probably buy it. <laughs> I don't think money. I could ever justify $200 for a collector's edition. I loved the first game. I love level I five. Mean, and you know what, Hefty? I'm supporting level five. You know what that could give us? A Dark Cloud 3. Okay, I'm getting it. I just convinced myself. It's done. Well, it's over. Your $200 will fund an entire new game, so. I mean, now, now I have to do it. Like, I have to not get it on Steam and get it. You just got to order it before Derek does, so maybe that you can get it and he won't be able to get one because there will be a limited edition. So maybe you'll right. buy the 25000 I already ordered one. Oh, god damn it. That's why after you went on this rant. Where the fuck have you been, kid? Speak up more. Listen. <laughs> Focus. Uh, You're a guest here. I've been disjointed from the collector $200 collector's edition. Uh, <laughs> well, I think Hefty was freaking out. Because I told I texted him that. He's like, it's up. I'm like, yeah, I already got the $200 one. I'm going to pay $8 billion for this DLC. And I'll feel mildly happy about it. <laughs> I would pay $200 for Dark Cloud 3 and just it being a disc. I, I probably would too. <laughs> In all honesty, I, I would. Who has we're, discs anymore? We're going to make the Guinness. I, I only buy discs, at least on PS4. I would I would prefer to have like a hard copy. I mean, like Steam is pretty cool. I mean, like if, if it's like a game... I mean, most if games they, in general now on the computer like come from a launcher, and once you buy it, like there's a record that you have it. Yeah, I don't even have a disk drive. Actually, my computer literally, you can't put a disk drive in it because there's no fucking slots for it. My computer doesn't have a disk drive either. Um, mine not only has one, there's no place to put one. Like, there's no openings on my computer. Mine, actually, I took out the the slots and put a fan there where like yeah the disc drives and stuff would be yeah um okay but no i'm excited and i love you know i love the first Nino kuni so right. and studio ghibli artwork how can you not fucking love it true um i mean do you want to go into games playing we're already over an hour mike's falling asleep over <laughs> here i'm, I'm not falling asleep. a fucking guest <laughs> See if you get invited. I'm again. just amazed. That, I'm amazed that you want to spend two hundred dollars on the collector's edition. But okay, spend your money. <laughs> I said I'm not sure, but there's a limited quantity. So Amazon, you just pre-order and it sits there, and Please. I can decide later. Please, you know you're gonna buy it. Don't even lie. I probably will, just because if I don't, then I'll regret not doing it. But then if I buy it, I'll regret buying it. So it's like a, I don't know. Plus, I'll have it. my new house by then, and I'll have a big shelf to display all this shit because I'm running out of room right now. So, at some point, I'm going to try to talk you out of it and then buy it myself. So when you get your copy of the game, I'm <laughs> gonna send you cold. a you send videos and pictures, and <laughs> <laughs> like a professional photographer coming. <laughs> Be well worth the money. <laughs> Derek, look what I got fucking kill yourself uh so do you guys want to jump into games playing or 
Yeah, we can do that. Okay. Uh, when do you guys start this off? It's already been over an hour. You know what I got to do All after right. you. All right, yeah. Well, for for Mike, um, every week we just kind of like go over a generalization of the, the games that we're playing um, currently. Is that um, what you meant by games playing? Yeah, yeah. The, so like the games, games you were playing? Games you've been recently playing. Wait, that's confusing to me. Games playing? The games you're playing? I don't it's follow. Like, okay, okay, so like... Holy know, shit, dude, I'm being sarcastic. It's the simplest line of follow ever. <laughs> God damn are, it. Are you... <laughs> See, Mike is the kind of person where, like, he's always an asshole, so I never know whether he's serious or not. All right, I'll I'll call you up like an emergency, and you're not gonna believe me, and you'll think I'm just giving you shit, and then I'm, I'm gonna get to be murdered. Okay, I'm gonna get eaten by a bear. Yeah. No bears. Are delicious. I mean, I mean, the typical Rocket League. I put, you know, probably fifty plus hours into it a week, but I've been playing a lot of uh, Dark and Light recently. Which is a whole hell of a lot of fun. Um, it's kind of like I mean, like the best way to describe it is kind of like a magical arc, uh, survival game. Uh, you level up, you learn how to do new things, make new things. Uh, I'm pretty well into it now. I think I'm, I'm like eighty hours in. So still playing by yourself. Uh, I mean, I occasionally like hop on servers here and there. I've got I've got like three servers that I play on, and then a private one. You're eighty hours into the wrong fucking game. I'm eighty hours into the game, I want to be an asshole. <laughs> you have issues, okay? You have issues. One I know of them. lots. One of them being you. Oh. <laughs> wow. Wow. What do you want to talk more about? Uh, whatever it's called. Dark and light. Yeah. Oh, I mean, like, it, I mean, it's <laughs> pretty much it. Like, you, you survive. You have to collect food and materials to continue building and craft new things and tame creatures. It's, I mean, like that. I survival games. Yeah. I love them. Oh, I know you do. I used to love one too until you just crushed my entire thousand hour life. Alright, don't get it <laughs> twisted. You had 400, and 400 hours. That's a long time. That just thrown to the wind. I'd, I better take over our fucking Discord before, I, like, I, I hop on one day free. and some Asian chick owns a fucking channel and has, like, ruined it and kicked it, everyone. And Listen, listen <laughs> here, asshole. I set you free. <laughs> oh. Bing bong, never man. again. <laughs> I'll never have my... Allie, I'll never have Allie back. I had her for I a mean, short like, time. I, I mean, I can get on there right now and get that wolf back. <laughs> so, Mike, what you been playing? 
Um, well, I'm the resident uh, MMORPG guy and just RPG in general. Um, but so lately, I just started picking up uh, the World of Warcraft addiction again. It's been a fun one. Yeah, but that's I thought sort of... about that, but someone ruined the story for me. So I'm not play that <laughs> no more. yeah, it's it's the game I always find myself coming back to, just either because it's too good and I can't stop playing it, or I'm just an addict and I'm trying to dose myself again. But I mean, they always come out with new content, and like I said, listing Sylvanas is uh, one of the characters I really really enjoy from video games. I'm very lore driven in that game. So I really enjoy the storylines and whenever they release a new expansion or a new patch or something, they always bring a new raid and with that new raid is basically diving deeper and deeper into the story. So I really enjoy the gameplay and I really enjoy the story. So they sort of come together perfectly Mm -hmm. to make me really addicted to the game. So, I mean, at some point they're going to come out with an expansion that's all about the old gods. The old gods are basically just these demonic forces that, uh, Actually, not demonic forces. That's a different subset. But these evil forces that live with, live inside of planets and basically just try to corrupt the planets from the inside out. There's going to be a whole expansion on those sometime in the future, and that's like what I'm going to really. Themselves? Yeah, like they like from a, they're basically like a naturalistic level, like you know the resources, well, trees, water, stuff like that. Not necessarily like the resources and stuff, but the whole story behind it is that like there's these the thing called titans that are essentially like gods that scour the universe and try to cleanse it of evil and find uh, other titans. And basically titans are born out of the center of planets. And the planet that uh, the characters are currently living on, uh, Azeroth, has a titan inside of it. So there's a bunch of old, there's, I think there's five old gods that are, that were attacking Azeroth. And each one of them were part of their own raid. So you're slowly and systematically trying to defeat these old gods so you can save the soul of your planet. But I'm sure at some point the old gods are going to actually get their own expansion because that's typically what they do is they take some sort of big bad, give them their own expansion, and then you sort of battle back that uh, evil, which is nice But because we haven't had an old god expansion ever. And they're probably my favorite uh, story, or plot device. So I'm really looking forward to that one whenever it comes out. Okay. How long do you uh, quit playing hmm. for before you picked it back up? Uh, a few months, probably like four months or so. So that's it. Kind of depends. Yeah. Like, How many years have you played it for? I played it like off and on probably for like a total of, I don't know, four years maybe. Because oh, I played, because there are several expansions. I played in yeah. vanilla, which is the original game. And I played Burning Crusade, which was the first expansion. Played Lich King, which was the third or second expansion. I didn't play Cataclysm. I played at the tail end of Pandaria, which was the expansion after Cataclysm. And yeah, so I basically played in every expansion except Cataclysm, which was uh, I don't know. It's it's been fun. The story has been really cool, and being able to fight these things that have been hyped up so long is really fun. So Plus, do, you think, I, I like, do you think they could keep going, or at some point, do you think they will make a? Uh, they'll uh, just write kind of start into from a fresh. Yeah, either that or have to. At some point, do you think they'll hit a point to where? Uh, they're so yeah, 
it's gone on so long that they'll actually have to make just a brand new game from scratch or well, do you think that just too. alienates everyone and is a big fuck you um because they always kind thought of... this was an interesting subject so i'm just asking because sure. you seem to know quite a bit about it yeah no i mean like i said i'm totally into this game and i could talk about it forever but uh in regards to the second part of your question, um, like starting a new, I mean, they, they tried that. And I don't know if you know this, but Overwatch was originally the game Titan. And Titan was touted to be like their next MMO. That was essentially, I don't know if it was going to replace WoW essentially or necessarily, but it was going to, I don't know, be like their big new thing. And it was going to be an MMO RPG. So they could have gone in that direction and just tried to close WoW off in a meaningful way. But since it got switched over to Overwatch, which is an FPS, or WoW is still their sole MMO. So, I mean, they can really drag it out for a super, super long time if they wanted to. Like, uh, the major patches, there's probably like four or five patches per expansion. Uh, major patches, rather. Um, like 7.1, 7.2, 7.3, etc. Where every patch is accompanied by a raid, typically. And... One of the, I think it was 7.2, which was the most, re- or the second most recent one, which was basically just uh, this big uh, elf citadel, essentially, that wasn't necessarily like a large plot point, but basically just sort of closed a minor plot point. So they could just sort of add these raids over and over again that don't necessarily further the plot line very much, but still offer content to the players which sort of just acts as like a filler if they wanted to keep pressing the game forward and forward and forward. So I think they could drag it out for a pretty, pretty long time until their play base like dwindles to the point where it's not economically viable. Yeah, I'm sure that's going to be a while because <laughs> they're the only MMO on the entire planet that can uh, get away well, with I a mean, subscription-based model. I mean, Final Fantasy fourteen is another game I've dabbled in that uh, does subscription too. And I mean, it does it pretty well. Like it tries. To, I think it took a lot of experience from World of Warcraft and tried, or I guess other MMOs in general too, not just WoW, but tried to improve upon some of the systems in which WoW lacks. Like a uh, perfect example is uh, in World of Warcraft, you you pick your class and your character is that class. You are a warlock or you are a mage, and you can't change that unless you make a new one. But in Final Fantasy, you can do the thing where you have a character, you create ki- your character say his name is Mike and Mike can start out as an archer, but he can Final also Fantasy, uh, 14. Yeah. Final fantasy 14. He can, yeah. he can start out as an archer, but he can also, that same character can also learn to be whatever other class you want. And the only thing you have to do is just change your weapon and then you just pop over and you become that class, but you still level them individually. So it's not like you're automatically the level of your highest level. So, yeah. so you kind of I have mean, one it, character to attach to and cling to, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd never have to make another character unless you really wanted yeah. to, like, maximize your professions or something. But one character is pretty much all you need. So I'm interested. I'm going to uh, look up this uh, Overwatch stuff now because that interests yeah. me. Um, uh, yeah. Final Fantasy XIV is another interesting one, too, as in they failed. <laughs> they literally yeah. failed and completely... They had an event to shut down the game and re-release it and yeah. it worked i'm pretty sure that's the first time in history but that's kind of a cool story 
Yeah, no, they're thriving now. Like uh, they mm. came out with the expansion Stormblood recently, which is really popular. So I mean, good on them. But I just like I'm so entrenched in my passion for the WoW lore that it's really hard to break away from anything that isn't WoW. Okay. Um, you don't feel like that holds you back, kind of. I mean, I guess it could, but if I'm really enjoying this game and I really love the story behind it, then is it really wasted? You know? Yeah, that's a good or point. Or holding me back. So, I was it's just wondering because it's kind of like how Hefty said he freed me from the arc. The uh, although that was like a job <laughs> with us too. Right? Um, that was like you hop on for two hours, take care of everything because it was me and him basically controlling like an entire like twelve person economy and. <laughs> You hop on and work for two hours before you actually even start playing anything. It was so yeah. bad. But fortunately, WoW is, uh, I mean, like you can, it's nice that you can pay with a subscription, like pay gold for your subscription. So in-game currency can become your money. Oh, nice. Which is really nice. Yeah. So, and the good thing about WoW is that one of the, one of the other major differences is that uh, WoW is totally fine with add-ons and just uh, user-written pro- or, uh, programs that they stick into the game that you can add at your leisure. So you can add one called Trade Skill Master, which essentially if you set it up correctly with groups and stuff, then you can more or less automate your crafting and you're posting your auctions and stuff. So you can probably spend like 15 15 minutes a day just taking care of all your economic needs for the game. So if you get to the point where you have enough capital and you have your systems running for long enough and you can you know what you're doing. You can just spend 15 minutes a day and make enough for your subscription. You're pretty good. Oh, that's pretty awesome. Which is cool. And that's a, one of the problems I found with Final Fantasy is that you can't have any add-ons whatsoever because they're against the terms of service. So uh, World of Warcraft, like from playing your character from a rotational standpoint, is a lot easier because you can make like auras and little icons and things to add to your screen to make it easier to play your character versus Final Fantasy, where you just sort of have to make do with what you're given. And it's much more limited than WoW, so. Well, that's probably in fear of people uh, cheating the game where WoW's been out so long. They've had that chance and opportunity and uh, development time to figure out how to make that work without it compromising the integrity of the game itself. (laughs) Just my opinion. They've cracked down a lot on, like, uh, just things that they deem uh violating their terms of service yeah so i don't really think there's anything like as long as anytime you leave something open open ended you present the opportunity for people to use stuff in ways that you didn't mean to or intend to to get unfair advantages you know but i mean you can still do that with uh final fantasy it's not like you can't do things that i mean all you have to do is like the difference, essentially the difference is that WoW has this open portal for you to install your add-ons and Final Fantasy does not. So the only difference is that Final Fantasy, you would have to have a third-party program and with World of Warcraft, you have a pre-installed program. So, yeah. Oh, so they kind of run that through their own system? Yeah, it's kind of a wash, I think. Okay. Like WoW is not really, they're not too exploited. Like, I mean, you have Chinese gold farmers and stuff, but that's essentially just them running third-party programs like to automate the character to try to uh, yep. mine mine stuff and get yeah i played a lot materials. of ragnarok i know how that works yeah so the first old i mean ragnarok i mean i don't really have a lot of experience with the security aspect of it but i think that anything that you could abuse 
with WoW, it'd be just as easy to do in Final Fantasy. And WoW probably has a lot more security to it for a few reasons, probably biggest being that they have more experience in the field. Yeah, just... that, was, that was kind of my point. They've had a lot longer runtime on that fact, and they're going up the same game they built fucking, what, 15 years ago? Yeah, so... I mean, but... I'm not really scared for a while in that regard. Like The abuse is pretty much the same from all directions. Like You're probably getting the same kind of abuse that WoW is exactly looking out for, or that Blizzard's looking out for, so I'm not too concerned with that. Okay, cool. Uh, you got anything else, Hefty? No. I've uh, just been playing more Persona Five. Fuck, I love that game. I don't. I don't know. I'm like 120 hours in. It says I know a lot of that's me sitting there, but or not a lot of it, but um, I've seen people say like, uh. Or not seen, like just heard on podcasts, because you know I fucking hate any sort of spoiler remotely with any game. So I mean, Mike's already ruined two of them for me tonight. <laughs> sorry, um, not sorry. <laughs> um, but I've heard people say like seventy hours to beat Persona. I'm like, I don't know how. That game's so huge. I'm, I mean, I'm. I assume if you just rushed through it and didn't care about like doing the choices, anything else. <laughs> yeah, and missing stuff. I know four. You, you, I you just burned through the story content and like occasionally did something on the side, yeah. But like, I think uh, you know if if you're trying to have like a real rich experience with it, it'll take you a lot longer than that. Yeah, and I love the game, so I just love spending time in that world. You know, it's a cool world to right. be a part of. Um, and I know four. Uh. I think it took me like 102 hours and after I beat it I was looking everything up and almost everyone was like 65 to 70 hours so I know I typically spend longer anyways than most people I think I was at 70 hours for the fake ending of Persona 4 and then I was like what the fuck and so I went back to an old save and got the real ending and that added another 30 hours to the game Hmm. (coughs) um because the fake ending actually ended in, I don't remember which month, and then it was another, like, four months on the calendar <laughs> system for the true ending. Okay. Um, so, no, I'm loving Persona still, fucking grinding through it. And then, you know, after work, fucking long work, 12-hour work days, uh, I've just been playing some Patapon. I love me my Patapon. It's playing in my head right now. Now you can play some gigantic. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't even think. Yeah. I don't think I started my download backup before we started recording. <laughs> God damn it. Um, Goddamn troll. And then outside them too. Yeah. Like I said, I have Hellblade downloaded. I haven't started it yet though. So just been playing the Persona and Patapone. You guys got nothing else? Yep. Um, Both very Japanese. (laughs) Oh, I've also been splitting my time in uh, Overwatch playing Lucio Ball. Uh, That's really fun. Uh, (laughs) And if you're you're unfamiliar, it's essentially Rocket League, but you're playing with the character Lucio, whose right-click ability is that he uh, shoots a little sound wave and boops the ball back, or away from him. So you're essentially playing Rocket League in Overwatch, but 
it's you can control it a lot easier because you have uh, WASD and then you just have uh, a radical that you can point name. Okay. Right. So, oh, I did hop in one match of Uncharted as well. Went like 14 and 2. And then, yeah, I just played one match. <laughs> Still an awesome game. Um, I'm sure. Yeah, outside that, I think that's about it. So I guess we'll uh, wrap up with just the likes. What else y'all got going on? I am. Do, do you watch? Mike do you watch Game of Thrones, disappears. Mike? I do. You do? Okay. I do. Finally, we got some fucking person with some taste on this podcast. Oh my Wait. god, you're killing me, Hefty. No, I'm kidding. I'm joking. I'm fucking joking. <laughs> How could you not watch the episode? I watch it as soon as it comes on to uh, Derek died HBO. As soon as it goes on HBO, that's when I watch it. Yeah, it's amazing. And this season's moving really quick. Sure seems that way. Well, the, it's because they're like there. teleporting people everywhere. Well, isn't this the last season? No, there's one more. Uh, but yeah. I think there's only three more episodes this season. Really? I think it's seven Incl- episodes this season and six episodes next season, and that's the show. Jesus. I think. Well, George R. R. Martin got off his ass and finished the book, then maybe we could have a new season. Or several, actually. <laughs> but, you um, know, hey. No, it's been fucking awesome. I'm excited. I just... I just wish they had fucking show more direwolves. Fuck the dragons. I don't care about the dragons. Well, I mean, direwolves aren't going to take down an entire civilization. I don't fucking care. Direwolves won't uh, decimate an entire army. Sure they will. They decimate entire populations in the real world. Or wolves do. I hate wolves in real life, but I love them in, in the lore and stuff. You hold your tongue. They're awful creatures that will eat you alive. Literally. I've seen a man get eaten alive by a wolf before. Oh, yeah. In real life. In person. Is that a fact? I was too amazed to do anything. I was just kind of awestruck. You just took some pictures. You recorded it. Facebook lived it. (laughs) Hey, y'all. Look at me checking out this dude getting eaten by a wolf, y'all. Woo! Outside that, football's finally back. Fuck yeah. I'm less excited about that. You know what I've really Fuck been you. doing with my time? What I've really been doing with my time is watching fucking uh, Yu Yu Hakusho. Okay. That's, I'm through, that's, a, that's a fair use of yeah, time. I'm through the uh, the story arc uh, after he beats Rondo. Okay, uh, so it's still kind of early, but... Yeah. They're like the first, yeah, the first story arc. Right. Are you still watching it Just subbed chill. or dubbed? Dubbed. Okay. You monster. <laughs> Kuwabara's American dub voice is amazing. Oh my god, you've actually seen Yu Yu Hakusho? Of course, dude. I watched it on uh, Adult Swim. Wow. Oh, my boy. Nice. Yeah, man. I watched it when I was a young Except child. you're wrong. Kuwabara's the single mo- the Single retarded character in that entire show. He does hey, not hey, like Kuwabara. You do, 
You do not talk shit on Kuabara. He is the absolute best. That he show like has the... so many amazing characters. He's the single fucking shitty one. I disagree. I like Kuabara. I'll take like the Tagoros over him. I'll take fucking any of the characters over him. He's fucking retarded. I like Kuabara. Yeah, you would. You guys both have like the same brain size. Well, I mean, Kuobara did beat uh, Yusuke through the forest, so I'm just saying. <laughs> he did. Yeah, that's because Yusuke fought that fucking bat thing. Well, Yusuke's not exactly the smartest person in the world. That's that's a valid point. Yusuke's not my favorite character, so. Karama, then Hiei. I, Hiei he would is, like Karama. He's probably my favorite. Yeah, Yoko Karama's a badass. And then he is a close second. So I like when they kind of have their own story arcs later in the in the show. Yeah, right now I'm uh, at the part where they they go into the uh, the other world, and they're actually the last episode I watched they were being crushed under the uh, what was it the door of desolation? Oh yeah, to fight the uh, Saint Beast. Right. Okay. Yeah, I like he. He, I think I would like him more if if he didn't kind of subtly remind me of Vegeta. <laughs> well, he's he an antihero. And I, I, I don't mind Vegeta as a character either. But uh, he stops doing that. But just at the start, I don't know. He kind of always reminded me of that. So. I need to rewatch it. I haven't. It's. I think when I was a child was the last time I watched it. <laughs> and the, that's the best uh, card game I've ever played. I still stand by that. I love the Yeehawk show card game, the uh, CCG or TCG. I think before now, it's been like a good eight years since I've seen it. It's a good show. But uh, I believe these other fucks have played the card game but haven't watched the show. Wow, plebs. Right? Um, well, sure I, slut I've got a lot of people to play card games with me with shows they haven't watched so I like card Fair games enough. and it's hard to get uh, people to play them so I'll just take it's whoever like, I can get it's like playing Yu-Gi-Oh without even knowing who Joey is yeah that dude's a faggot too wow Jesus <laughs> do you just not like the, the funny stupid characters at all no, negative. He doesn't like comedy. No, no. He doesn't like comedy. I'm not, not in my anime. You. Not in my anime. No. I hate. Wow, you know. I I've watched. Uh, not every. I watch every episode of Naruto, and I'm like, I don't know. I'm like episode three fifty of Shippuden, and I hate the character Naruto. <clears throat> He's my least favorite character. If the show was named something else, it'd be a much better show. Are you the kind of guy that watches an anime and reads for the villain? No, because it sounds like you're that guy. No, I I just don't. I just I uh, don't like the stupid comedy aspects you don't of like most laughing? animes. It's not funny. It's retarded. I hate dumb humor. It's alright. It, that's I mean, why I like my favorite comedies are more akin to like Wedding Crashers rather than uh. Um, that's that's like dumb humor too. Like an Adam yeah. Sandler movie or uh, uh, more dumb humor. No, Wedding Crashers is is a more intelligent humor. Or no, Gar- it's not. 
Yeah, it is in a sense. Or, or garden no. state, which is a lot of dry humor. <laughs> An example. Um, I mean, one of the one of the more humorous scenes was uh when they were at the their their house, the rich people's house, uh with the chick the two women or whatever. And then he puts the eye drops in the dude's though? water. I don't know. Is it, Wedding Crashers the one with the guy like or with the uh, Will Ferrell and he's talking about meatloaf? No. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, Mom yes, it bring is. the meatloaf. Mom, the meatloaf. Fuck. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, like it is. I, 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 I still like that comedy to an extent, man. I, I like Talladega Nights. I like uh, uh, um, Happy Gilmore and you... stuff like that. But no, my favorite's Wedding Crash. It's a little more intelligent. I, I just don't like that comedy in my anime. That's all. It's it's dumb comedy. I hate the like get hit on the head and the big thing like swells up and like you're serious and then a like it's a serious moment. Then they, someone does something dumb and they have like the different anime. Like yeah, I don't like that shit. So if like. <laughs> They animated Wedding Crashers and they used the exact same audio and scenes, but it was just animated. You'd hate it? No, not necessarily. <laughs> uh, all right. It's it's a lot of fast talking and and um, I I would say it's not a dumb comedy. I don't think Wedding Crashers is a dumb comedy. I think you need to rewatch Wedding Crashers. I've watched it over a hundred times, literally. You need to watch it again because there's a lot of dumb comedy in there. Um, I mean, I still do like some dumb comedies. I don't know. I just don't like it in my anime. Like, I, I like Talladega Nights and Step Brothers and stuff like that. All right. But, You're entitled yeah. to your opinion. Just just don't like it in my anime. He, my favorite anime like is Death Note. He's so. into fan service. Don't let my, him fool you. My favorite His anime favorite is Death anime Note. is High School DxD. I've never seen that, so. Well. You're in for a treat because there's a live action American version of Death Note coming to Netflix. I know. Oh it God, looks like shit. Don't. don't don't bring that up. That's yeah. <laughs> it looks you awful. You and Derek to talk for like another four hours. <laughs> yeah. This podcast is already almost two hours. Do you want to make it fucking five? Um and I like like Full Metal Alchemist, both of them, the regular one and Brotherhood. But I yeah. I hate the stupid little comedy moments within that though. I don't know. It just doesn't fit. I don't like it in my anime. So like, it's like uh, Roni Kenshin or... I like the beginning of Brotherhood and the the ending of the original. Or no. I like the, the beginning the of be the, yes. uh, the I first one and then the ending of uh, Brotherhood. I agree entirely. They kind of fast forward a little bit through Brotherhood. Yeah, the first one, or I mean, uh, Brotherhood didn't really have through much the beginning. beginning. Yeah, they kind of fast forward through it because it's all the same shit. That fuck they, in the original one, that fucking the chimera with the little girl and the dog. That's fucking sad and depressing. Oh my god, man. jeez. Somebody some just tears mentioned that scene that. the day. Holy fuck! But yeah, outside that, I'm excited. Cowboys play on Saturday again. I'll be watching all the third stringers trying to figure out who's going to make the team and who's not. The Cowboys suck. Fuck you. I'm a Cowboys fan, Derek. Supposedly. You're the, you're the fake Cowboys fan that I despise. Why would I be a, why would I be a a fake fan for a team that hasn't won a Super Bowl and like there's a lot of them. I don't I don't get that. <laughs> but 
I don't. Oh, 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 oh. I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. I started yeah. playing StarCraft again. Oh, my God. How did I forget this I in the games forgot. I've been playing? What the fuck's wrong with me? I'm going to go take a nap for 30 minutes. And the greatest, still talking about the greatest game in the past fucking 10 years. You, you can't, Derek, you can't backtrack. We're, we're over it. Hey, I'm just saying, and I just started <laughs> uh, playing more, so I'll bring it back up in the next one. I didn't want to forget that, though. It's amazing. I even you busted out my... Terrible. I even busted out my wristband, you know, so I could fucking... My oh, wrist my won't God, hurt while I'm playing. I, I'm pumped out, dude. I'm excited. Jesus, masturbate somewhere, somewhere else. I already watch it every day, so I'm excited to play it again. It's been a lot. It's been years. But now, fucktards outside that, I think I'm done. Are you <laughs> sure? Yeah, I could <laughs> rant more if you want. No, please, like, God. Don't, I'm don't do this to them. Don't do this to the viewers. <laughs> we already had to fucking viewer. listen to Mike talk about fucking the World of Warcraft for like 30 minutes. Yeah, but that was interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that's debatable. <laughs> I was just Damn. being nice, but. Well, I mean, to... two out of three, two out of three people <laughs> thought it was interesting, so you lose. Sorry. I was trying Thanks to put on playing. a good show for our two viewers. And then, uh, playing Starcraft. Starcraft is an amazing game and the hardest game to play on this planet. So go fuck yourself. <laughs> you win by annoying your opponent. <sighs> All right. Well, you guys got anything else before we fucking send things off? I do not. I think we're good. All right. Well, thanks for coming on, Mike. That was good. Well, it was nice talking. That. Yeah, you're rather kind of boring, but and you Thanks. like and you like to spoil shit. So I appreciate the insults. I'll take them to yeah. heart. Derek is gonna make sure that we have like people on this, and then they're never gonna want to do it again. <laughs> that's yeah, that's the idea. <laughs> it's one and done around here. It's like it's like the one night stand version of a podcast. <laughs> All right, no, it was fun though. It's been good. So. Later, peoples. Laters. See you later.